Hey, what's going on, Clipper people? It is me, William, the Opinion Updike. And I am definitely way too positive, Chuck Mockler. Uh, (laughs) We're coming off maybe the best win of the season, but it's still us, a couple of best friends, Clipper Credential Media folks. Yes. Bringing you lots on clips five days a week. We are ecstatic. We're going to be kicking things off with a recap of that win over the Bucks. Ooh, it was a trouncing. It was an absolute trouncing. 129 to 105 final score on that one. We're going to talk about what we liked from this one. Try to nitpick a couple of things that we didn't like. Yeah. Just, just just, sort of looking forward. Just some kind of overarching trends. Try, you know, you got to uh, try. try. <laughs> and then we're looking ahead to the magic second night of a back-to-back coming at you. So we're going to talk about what we need to do well in that one as well Oof. as what could go wrong. Watched a whole bunch of Dwayne Bacon film for this one. You don't want to fall asleep. At, you don't want to fall asleep at the wheel. No, the you magic. really don't. Uh, you want to keep that streak alive. And then segment three. It's my favorite day of the week. It's Twitter Tuesday. Every single Monday, we ask for your questions on Twitter. Thank you so much to everyone who sent those in ahead of time. If you'd ever like a chance to get your question featured on this show, go ahead, send that over on a Monday yeah. to add Lockdown Clips. You can send it's it confusing. over. At, you can send it over at any time of the week, and yeah. we'll answer. But if you want it to be on the show, got to be on Monday. Throw it on Mondays. Uh, so all that and more coming up right about now. But first, I got to let you know that this episode is brought to you by Locker Room. You can download the Locker Room app from the iOS App Store and find one of the Locked On Rooms. Locker Room, they're changing the way we talk about sports. You are Locked On Clippers, your daily Los Angeles Clippers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The sport we're talking about right now, uh, of course, is basketball. The Clippers won 129 In case anyone got confused. Versus the Bucks. Clippers were down three starters in this one, and it seemingly meant absolutely nothing. I mean, it doesn't hurt when you as a team shoot 56% from three. For sure. Uh, but absolutely. Let, let's just get into what we like from this one. I, I, I love you put the note in here. <laughs> Everything? Question mark? So... The biggest issue with the Clippers leading up to the All-Star break was defense, right? 100%. Um, Since the All-Star break, we've been a top five defense in rating. It definitely is going to improve after tonight, after holding the Bucks to 105. Um, Giannis was contained as much as you can contain Giannis. Yes. 32 points, but he only grabbed six boards. I think he only had three assists or something like that. Zoo did a great job on Giannis tonight. He also grabbed nine boards, five of which were offensive. It was huge. Look... You see the 32 points, it looks like we weren't applying a lot of resistance, but if you look into it a little bit further, we made him work for those points as hard as you can make Giannis work. And Zoo is going to have to like be iced up after this game because him and him and Giannis met each other at the apexes of their jumps a couple times. Yes. And I mean, Zoo bounced back every single time. There was a couple of times where Giannis tried to go into Zoo and he yeah. was a brick wall. <laughs> he really but was. Going back to the, the stopping Giannis thing, look, he only attempted seven shots in the restricted area. Perfect he hit four of those, right? Yeah. He hit four of seven. That's still below league average field goal percentage in the restricted area. So, yeah. I mean, that's pretty damn good. That's where he wants to get. That's where he makes his bread and butter. And uh, he hit a three early, right? So yeah. Giannis hit a three early. He hit kind of a long two early, and it was like, oh, we want him to shoot jumpers. But if you lose to Giannis shooting jumpers, you kind of live with it. Which we have. The Clippers have actually done before. So the thing is with Giannis, right, like the book has already kind of been written on how to defend him, right? You you, you build a wall. (laughs) You you give him space and and hope he shoots. um, But you still have to execute it. And the Clippers did that very well tonight. Credit to Ty Lue. Credit to everybody. Um, 
We had a happening in this one. Shout out to uh, Twitter user at StepbackTree, Ben, for noticing this. The 420 Club, man. It's been a minute. It's been so long. The 420 Club is something we love on this podcast. It's when four Clippers players score 20 points or more. Kawhi Leonard was his usual elite self with 23 points, nine boards, and eight assists. There's a lot of talk about MVP right now, and Kawhi is not getting put into that conversation, despite destroying since the All-Star break. So the He had thing, two put-back dunks in this one, which he had zero up until this point in the season. He had two tonight. I think the thing that's been overlooked about Kawhi, too, is just the play on both ends of the floor yeah. is so elite. Like I know that it's, it's an offensive league. It's a make-or-miss league. We tend to get caught up in offense, but uh, the way that he's stepped up to the challenge on the other side of the floor, I think uh, has been so impressive, especially for where we're at in the season. Absolutely. Um, he was elite. Marcus Morris had 25 points. Leading scorer for your Clippers. <sighs> He's bounced back so well from the injury. He looks 100% fresh. I hope we maybe rest him more kind of down the stretch later in the season. Definitely. Um, just so his legs can be fresh. Luke Kennard, which we haven't talked about yet, started in place of Paul George. If you missed this game, we were out. Paul George, Patrick Beverly, and Serge, and Rondo. Did not matter. Um, he had 21 points on five of six shooting from three. He went on a personal run where he hit two back-to-back threes. Yeah, I think it was, it was three. It was kind of a death sentence for the Bucks. Yeah. Like, it kind of came out of nowhere. The interesting thing is I don't think this affects his playing time going forward, which is a shame. But it's so good to see him staying ready. It's, it's a good problem to have yeah. if you're the Clippers. 100%. Like, this player is in your back pocket. And he's shown time and time again, even when he's not, you know, immediately in the rotation or getting solid, reliable minutes, he can come up, he can come out and light it up. Well, and he he did, stays ready. He took a charge in this game. He did other <laughs> things. He had he had five boards. Yeah. Like he had five boards. He had two assists. For what his role has kind of, I want to say morphed into, mm-hmm. for what his role has been contained to, he's been fantastic. 100%. And then of course, Reggie. Reggie. 20. We got to talk about Reggie. Dude, I, he is our starting point guard based on playing time. Yeah. And he's captaining the second best half-court offense in the league. And tonight he was his best self. I just, we're running out of things to say about who we're going to talk about next, which is Terrence Mann. And we're running out of things to say about how good Reggie's been for this team. It, Not just during this streak either. Yeah. Like, No, no. Look, we had really mixed feelings about Reggie you know, coming sure. into the season, there was a lot of hesitation. There were a lot of questions. Uh, and he has, you know, had some downs, but overall has stepped up to the plate in such a huge way. He was so efficient tonight from three. He was four of six. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, he had honestly, 15 I'm running out of things to like to critique about his performance. He had 15 points in the third quarter. It just, I mean, we're at all kind of getting it from the clips. But in terms of development, Terrence Mann yet again had an eye opening performance. Yes. 14 points, six rebounds, six assists. Six assists is insane. And no turnovers. And a block. I just, I don't know. He was plus 19, which I think was the, it was the third best on the team. It was the best on the bench. Third best on the team, best on the bench. I don't, we, I, mean, I don't know, man. The scary <laughs> thing is, what is Terrence Mann's ceiling at this point? I have absolutely no idea because it's finishing tonight. He, he had... One of the most beautiful finger rolls we've seen. Yeah. Uh, he finished in contact. He, he had a bunch of fakes where it looked like he was going to the rim and then at the last second Whipping. dished it out. He like, hit Nick Batum with some passes and it just like, I don't know. I had a tweet that they really tried to play Terrence Mann as a true point guard last year and that was stupid. 
But after a performance like this, and this is very much recency bias, this the the kid can play anywhere. It it's doesn't still seem different. to matter. It's still different than the sure. way that like he was being used as a primary facilitator. He's giving the Clippers everything they need right now, which is north south attack. Yes. Oh, like nobody else. <laughs> he didn't attempt. He did not attempt a three tonight. He doesn't have to for his role, which is what's so great. Is that yes? Anytime Terrence even takes a three, it's kind of seen as a bonus. When he makes them, it's great. Mm-hmm. He's been shooting well, but he doesn't even necessarily have to be a threat from there. It's just, I don't know. Everyone was so damn good tonight. Yes. Uh, continuing the good play, Batum had eight and seven. Uh, we needed every single bit of this. Yes, despite being a 20-plus point win, like, he had a chase down block that really fired the team so up. So that's the thing no I, thought, like, I, I thought was huge was defensively, um, he, you know, he was a major piece. He... He can be a guy who can really stabilize the bench on that end of the floor. Yeah. Which is something... It's veteran leadership to help with these young dudes who are popping off the bench. Dude, yeah. One guy, man. It's, and Zoo, actually, now that I think about it. It's something that we haven't really had, I feel like, on that bench is in as consistent of a way as Nick Batum has been this season. He's, he's the glue guy. He wants to be the glue guy, and that's what he's been. Um, wrapping up, we got to talk about maybe some things we didn't like. Um, I don't know. Are we, I, I have a tough time being mad about anything in this game. All right. So his defense was bad. I also took a charge. Yeah. yeah, I've got a couple of questions. Patterson played 12 minutes. Kind of felt (laughs) like too much. Yeah. He's the only player in this game who had a negative plus minus. Sure. He was somehow minus six in a damn near blowout. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) he was however, perfect from the floor, which what else are you expecting Patrick (laughs) Patterson to do? Uh, make more shots than he takes. <laughs> uh, and then, I mean, like, are we running into a situation where the Clippers are peaking too early? Are they too good right now with 20-plus games remaining? If we didn't or have a nine-game homestand, yeah. I'd say maybe. Mm-hmm. But we're at home, and we're still figuring stuff out. And right now, we're the Clippers are playing so well, and we're still down two starters. Mm-hmm. And so I think that there is no ceiling for how good we can be playing down two starters. Right? Yeah. Yeah. For, Might no, be too for optimistic. Sure. No, for sure. For sure. And the thing is, too, is like, if you're dominant in this homestand, we're like five or six of the teams that we're playing. Are, and we've just you know, ran like, through the two, two of the three best teams in the East. We just, we just beat them. Yes. quasi hand. Yeah. And the thing is, though, is if we see a bit of a slowdown after this stand where, like I said, we're at like five of the seven or whatever are elite opponents, um, I think that's something we can live with. Yeah. I'm happy with it. Yeah. Anything else? Would have loved to see even more from Zoo. Look, he was great. Tonight. Good problem to have. He saved us on the defensive end. Defensively, he was the anchor. I mean, he, you know, I don't I, I don't have any criticisms. I don't have anything else that he could have really done better on that side of the floor. Finishing looked a little wobbly at times. He was three of seven. Yeah. Uh you know, uh, you'd like to see him convert a couple more of those. He still has six, nine, and one. No free throw attempts, which is surprising, which I blame on Tony Brothers, the ref. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Uh, but I'm hoping to see an even more dominant performance from Zoo in this matchup against the Magic. Which we're going to preview after this break. I am so jacked off this win. Oh, yeah. Um, coming up, we're going to be previewing that Clippers versus Magic game. But first, we got to give a shout out to the Locker Room app. We talked about them up top. But Locker Room is the only live, audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download and use. You can talk to us if we're ever on there. Other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. Perfect for watch parties, debates, 
post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. Again, it is the free audio-only social media platform for sports fans. Start or join ongoing conversations. There's a great Clips Fit one, which seems really fun. Watch games together, react to the biggest news, rumors, and games. You can join in on conversations with the whole Lockdown Network and have a chance to be featured on podcasts. All you need to do is download the Locker Room app free in the iOS App Store, create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the group. Follow at NBA to be notified when the room goes live. Come with your spiciest takes. All right, so we're back, and, you know, the Clippers have a, a, the second night of a back-to-back ahead of them, so we're going to preview the game against the Magic. Look, Oof. the Magic are a confusing team right now. They're a shell of their former self. Like, I, this is no disrespect to the Magic. I don't even know if shell is the right word. There's so many unknown quantities in this whole thing. Like, I, it's a little hard to handicap this. It might be a bloodbath. Uh-huh, yeah. Or we're going to see... Or it's a trap game. Classic trap. Classic trap. Bit of a point of concern. Ty Lue's not sure if Paul George is going to play in this one. Okay. After missing tonight with some soreness. It's, it's a back-to-back. I know they're going to play Kawhi in back-to-backs. I wouldn't necessarily be mad at Kawhi resting this one, too. Yeah. Um, I thought... So looking at the injury report tonight, I had kind of taken it as an indication that this was just sort of like a preemptive rest for Paul George. And we would probably not see Kawhi on the second night of the back-to-back, but we would yeah. see George. So this does, I mean, it, it is a little bit more concerning than, than what I thought going into the game, especially with the late scratch. It's kind yeah, of Yeah, it was like, very late. Yeah. Um, so that's just a little something to keep the eye on. Yes. I know. Do the Clippers need Paul George? I'm just kidding. We absolutely do. Um, what do we need to do well <laughs> in this one? Okay, so full disclosure, we don't watch a lot of Magic games. Yeah. I, I just don't. Um, so we just got to play the same game we've been playing on this damn streak. Yes. Discipline defense, motion-heavy offense, get those paint touches. Um, I don't know. I think you- I feel bad that we, we don't have more prepared, but the Magic, like, they, they dealt all of their good play. It's just... If we, if we show up early with the same defensive intensity we've been showing in these, you know, since the All-Star break, essentially, I think we could put this one away pretty early. Prior to the trade deadline, the Magic had the worst effective field goal percentage in the entire league, and they just lost a couple Pre-trade of Pre-trade deadline they did? Yeah, and they just <laughs> lost a couple Jesus. of their uh, of their best scorers, or like most consistent guys, I guess. They're two uh, best players. I mean, yeah. Is that course. wrong? No, I mean, yeah. Okay. And Fultz is out as well. Yeah. Know, so. Yes. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and I talked, I alluded to it in the last segment, but... I'd like to see us use some of the size in the front court that we have. The Magic have given up a lot of size uh, at the power forward position, at the center position through these trades. Yes. Mo Bamba is the only seven-footer currently on the Magic, and he is like third up in the center rotation. Things are so weird that I wouldn't be surprised if he starts. Yeah. Because their goal is to lose, right? I mean, I guess. On the season. Yes, yeah. The Magic are, they're 15 and 31. Which in the East is the second seat. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but their goal is to lose. And I'm not saying that in a bad way. That's when you, deal, when you make at. these trades and you're in the spot they're in, your goal is to get a good draft pick and build. There's no shame in it. Um, yeah, I just I want a wire-to-wire victory in this one. We just, we just need to have the intensity straight out the gate. Yeah, yeah. And Luke Kennard said the vibes have been different. 
the past couple weeks. These which, the, hey, post all star break vibes hit different. Hey, if you want a quote said on the Lockdown Clips podcast, talk about vibes, and we're <laughs> with you. Um, is there anything else we can do to, that we need to do well? Uh, I'd like to see us continue to capitalize on these second chance opportunities. I mean, it was absolutely devastating against Milwaukee. For sure. Uh, we beat them in second chance points 25 to 6, which is huge in a 24-point victory. <laughs> That's the game. Yeah. <laughs> um, what could go wrong in this one? So, like I said, kind of an unknown quantity, and obviously it's the NBA. If you don't show up ready to play, another team will eke out a win. 100%. Like we can't you know, be lackadaisical in this one. Yeah, definitely. Can't be overconfident. Definitely. Can't have stagnant offense. If, you know, we fall to earth from three, kind of shooting right. early, and we're, and we're struggling from that area, uh, I think, it, you know, we could have to work a lot harder, which definitely would be difficult. Although tonight we kind of got it all over. Um, well, the Magic don't foul. They only foul their opponents 17 times a game, which is number one in the league. Spurs didn't foul either. Also, maybe because, though, they're just getting blown out all the time. So, no, I don't know. Don't um, even bother giving up the foul. Yeah, Spurs don't foul either. Um, but also, teams aren't fouling the Magic. Opposing teams against the Magic are committing 18 fouls a game, which is 30. Oh, wow. So, I don't know. This game... Bit of a wash. This feels like a trap game. Yeah, definitely. And I don't think the Clippers are going to lose. But as Carl Tart... Lot, very friend of the guest, pod. friend of the pod. We love Carl, golfing buddy. He says Clippers gonna clip. Yes. And would it not be the most clipper, the most clip of Clippers clipping, to just somehow not come out strong in this game after rolling the Bucks? That'd be a clip. I don't think it's that, gonna happen. I mean, that'd be a clip. But I, just, I don't think it's gonna happen. Hey, are there any key matchups we should be looking at in this one? Well, the hottest matchup that has been really bubbling since the trade deadline, I think a lot of analysts had their eyes on this. <laughs> Dwayne Bacon versus Kawhi Leonard. Okay. Um, I'm basing this off the fact that Dwayne Bacon had 26 points versus the Lakers. So he seems like the Magic's biggest weapon right now. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, Magic fans listening to this. I just want to see some dominant Kawhi. If he gets three dunks on this one, I think the Clippers will win. Yeah. I'd like to see the stats on Kawhi when he dunks two times what the Clippers record is because it might be undefeated. That's fair. That's I fair. think it's I Clippers mean, versus themselves, though. I don't know. And oh. I, again, I don't mean any disrespect to the Magic. I, this is a... On paper, this is one of the more lopsided matchups you can look at. Even if the Clippers were down Paul George, Bev, Rondo, Serge again, I mean, still just doesn't feel... Looking at where they're at right now, if they can kind of keep this momentum for sure, for sure. Kawhi could also spend some time on Otto Porter Jr., which... Uh, hey, Otto Porter Jr. is a threat. He does some good things well. He's a big guy. What the Magic are missing is a super shifty point guard, mm -hmm. which is would be the which is an underdog's team's best chance against the Clips. Definitely. Definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, what's your prediction for this one? I think we keep the streak alive. I, think I hope that, we do. I think that we, you know, I think that we're getting our stuff together and we're going to keep it together, keep it all locked up in a bag or wherever you keep your stuff. I don't keep anything locked up in a bag. Oh, well, do you're you not have secure, bags with you're locks not secure in the bag. I can do shit. <laughs> I'm really not. Um, yeah, in the Clippers, I think this one's going to be okay. I don't know. It's not going to be as comfortable as people want, maybe. 
And I'm just saying that because this is how things go. Mm-hmm. But I think we might see the streak keep going after this game. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be another like 24-point trouncing, but I, no. I think that we do come away with the win in this one. 100%. Coming up, we're going to be answering your fantastic fan questions on Twitter Tuesday. But first, Will, betting. Where If I wanted to place a bet on this Clippers versus Magic game, where could I go? I would go to Bet Online. Look, Bet Online is the only place we trust. It's the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football is over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are all in full swing. We just saw a fight in the NHL. I should have bet on that. It's a good time. But Bet Online doesn't just cover sports, they also cover awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They give you real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's 50% extra on top of your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Don't forget, promo code locked on. And we've been telling you about this damn thing all week. It's Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market. I crushed like two today. They're good. They're good. Between my pretty heavy diet of hot chicken, Miller High Life and you know, various Italian smoked meats. Built Bar is getting me through. Uh, this quarantine has been great. It'll fill in the cracks. It, oh, it really will. Uh, now is the time to figure out which Built Bar is the best. It is Built Bar Madness. We got cookies and cream versus cookie dough chunk and the flavorful four. Battle of the cookies. Battle of the cookies. Man, Where cookies are you at on this? Really pulling a lot of weight in this one. So, look, I got to go cookie dough chunk. I couldn't agree more. I might be in the camp that cookie dough is better than cookies. It absolutely is. Okay. All right. Well, unless you're having the old Bratches family chocolate chippers, which is my family's uh, cookie recipe. They are fantastic, but the cookie dough, also elite. I saw someone tweet that they were at a restaurant, and they said that on the dessert menu, they had baked cookie dough. That's just cookies, baby. Uh, go to builtbar.com or go to built underscore bar underscore build on Twitter. Remember to use the promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your next order. That is LOCK15 to get 15% off your next order at builtbar.com. And check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. Let's get into this Twitter Tuesday. All right. We're kicking things off with Chenny John. Overall, a lot of questions about Rondo. But a very, we, got, we got five different things to split on here. Okay, so very interesting stuff here. Uh, what percentage of the Rondo Williams trade was driven by, one, Pat Bev still in warm-ups and not on the court, two, man's development, three, promise of Luke getting better, four, Reggie outplaying his veteran men's status, and five, playoff Rondo is a thing. Dude. I'm going to let you kick this one off. This is a lot to digest. 80% of it is number five. Playoff Rondo. He's actively injured. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't trade for him to fill in Pat so, Ben's spot because he, is, he has played and will probably play less games this season than Pat Ben. So where I'm at, like as a person, as an analyst, as a whatever. <laughs> as a human being. As a human being, five to me is the thing that's a mistake, if that's what you're looking for. Oh. If you're looking to I recapture. It's a, mistake, it's a big ass gamble. It's a huge gamble. Yes, that's a better word for it. Uh, if you're hoping to recapture the magic in the bottle of, of playoff run out, I'm not saying that it can't happen. I'm just saying that's a big gamble. 
Clippers are going as far as Kawhi and PG take him. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. If they're playing at a level that, like, if Kawhi is continuing this level of play, yeah. And Paul George breaks out of the slump from outside, then sure, playoff Rondo is a thing with an asterisk because he's playing against two elite players. But I mean, like, Pat Bebbing and warmups, that's not, they, they know Rondo's no, history. No, I, I think Terrence Mann's development makes it so they wouldn't have traded for Ray John Rondo. Luke getting better, his minutes aren't going to change at all. And Reggie outplaying the vet men's status just means we have a better whatever spot of a guardian. This is a great question. Look, Reggie to me, I mean, really Reggie, Mann, and Luke are the biggest beneficiaries, if you can even call it that, of Pat Bev's absence. Luke, Reggie Luke is got, the biggest. I mean, but Reggie too. Like Reggie has shown yeah, what he can do with sure. the starting lineup. I think that, you know, if he doesn't end up staying with this team, uh, he's made a very solid case for himself as a starting point guard on, you know, a lot of teams in this league. 100%. Um, uh, so, yeah, a lot of interesting I stuff I think most there. of it rides on number five. And so here's a, I was talking with Joseph Rye Ward, great host of the Clipset podcast. Yes. Uh, the best host of the Clipset podcast? No. <laughs> That's when we're on it. Um, The success of this Rondo trade truly hinges on if the Clippers win the championship. Oh, because the idea is playoff Rondo, right? And I'm not saying that like, look, the Rondo trade happened. I love the Rondo trade for man's development. I love Mm -hmm. it for Canard learning maybe some more from Rondo. But but if you're if you're basing your logic on absolutely loving the playoff or on loving the Rondo trade. Yeah. It's hinging on him in your brain, helping the Clippers win a championship. So I, I think helping is, is the key thing there. Like to me, Rondo, look, I've talked about it multiple times. This team had the talent, like had already had prior to the trade deadline, the talent I think is necessary to win a championship. If you are healthy and can put it all together, but you know, Rondo is the thing where everybody in the locker room wanted it. So I've kind of come around to the decision. Kawhi wanted it. He wanted high IQ guys. There's not a lot of higher IQ guys you can get out there. No. Um, Especially not for like what the clips can, you know, feasibly, realistically do. Very true. Um, our guy Arno Madathian might have to hit him up about maybe another donation train for this magic game. Yes. That is, I mean, look, not all of us can. I'm just saying, might have to hit him up. Um, time's a little tight right now. He says, which jerseys do we retire first in the new arena? Who's on the board? I mean, here's who I'm picking. It's okay. McAdoo. Yeah. It's World Be Free. Yes. It's Lou. It's Blake. It's DJ. It's CP3. And a suit jacket for Ralph. Like, I don't know who. I mean, that's kind of. Or like, like a 40 jersey for Ralph. <laughs> My brain immediately <laughs> went to an old English <laughs> banner. And I was like, did Ralph drink a lot of 40s? Um <laughs> And you could do, I mean, Cassell, Elton Brandt. Like, yeah. the thing that's difficult with the Clippers is there's so many guys who've been such a culture piece of the team. Yeah. That not a lot of. Polish Rifle didn't crack here. Put them on there. <laughs> so that's the thing with the clip. They've had such a shit history. Yeah. That you need culture guys in the rafters at that point. Yeah. When no. you've been run by the worst owner in the history of professional sports. Yes, but then absolutely. you guys have then you have guys like Lou Blake, DJCB three, who and McAdoo. I mean, we'll be free. Like, there's a handful of guys. I mean, McAdoo is a given for sure. Um, yeah, we'll be free. 
Unreal. Walton, you hang up a Hawaiian shirt, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, everyone gets a free everyone gets a free tab upon entry. Oh man. And I'm not talking colas. No, man. I'm not I'm talking colas. A Walton tab is probably poof. Ooh, um, that's probably that's some strong Sid. You know what I'm talking about? Um, no, but I think that's the list, right? Like, mm. Yeah, no, 100. percent And and it's something weird. named after Doc. Yeah, like a door. They named a door after Ralph at Staples, which is disrespectful. But <laughs> it's, I mean, it's weird. Uh, it's it's a weird franchise to retire numbers for. I love Ro- the Clippers. Rocky history, but like <laughs> that's. That's putting it yeah, like gently. That's for sure. a great way to put it. But I mean, like, for fans and just getting this franchise, you know, anywhere, all of these names that you know that you've listed are just. I. I mean, who gets can, a how many? How many faces can a Mount, a Mount Rushmore have? You know, other than Viv, who gets a statue? Yeah, I mean, Bomber might give himself a weird statue. No, um, it's just him hugging Terrence Mann. After- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just a fountain of baller, like water coming out of his hand, like an airbender. Um, Michael Hashimoto asked, do you have any names for the man fans yet? This is something that keeps me up at night. If yeah. I'm being, I, maniacs, get it out of here. Yeah. It makes sense. And it's a good first draft. And I'm yeah. not, I, that was my first draft. I'm not mad at it as a first draft. There's gotta be a better name than Maniac. Yeah, we'll have to workshop it some more. We'll have to. We'll if you have, have ideas, send them to Locked On Clips because we might have to do another shirt. Yes, might have to do another shirt yeah. giveaway. Um, Maniacs, what do you like off the top? What do you got right now? Um, uh, this isn't off top at this point. Now you're thinking. Like, <laughs> this is why it's hard. Uh, I don't know something involving Man Van Dam. I don't know, like something. I'm not like, mad at that. Like, like something kind of blood sport, something, and... something sort of blood sport inspired. Yeah, uh, Van Man, or but yeah. it's the group of fans, so it's hard, right? Yeah, Maniacs just for some reason rubs me the wrong way. Yeah, it feels too easy. Yeah, but Toon Battalion was born from you and Joseph Fry Award just flowing <laughs> off each other. You know, <laughs> um, we'll figure it out. Um. At M. T-Man fans, damn. Nope, I'm out on that. <laughs> uh, at M. Bilal adds, with the defense looking a lot better as of late, do you think Tyloo should roll with Zubak in the starting lineup even after Serge comes back? We've talked about this a couple times. I am of the ilk that says it needs to be more total minutes. I think Zoo should be the closer. I don't care who starts. Yeah. Uh, the minutes, I think, is matchup dependent. I think that Zoo... Is made like, because if Serge is killing it from deep, it's like, leave Serge in, right? For sure, like, for sure. And, and, like, once again, it's a matchup-dependent thing. It's a good problem to have. But I think looking at where this team was kind of falling apart in the clutch minutes or, in, you know, in those close late games, I think it makes sense to have Zoo out there. For if sure. You're not, unless you're, you know, you're doing something specialized or you're going super small with Morris or whatever. Because here's the weird thing, too. Like, if Serge is hitting from outside... We're kind of running a small ball lineup because we don't have someone in the paint a bunch on the offensive end, right? I mean, like, I mean, yeah, if we're pulling if we're pulling out the opposing center, but that also like the thing with that is like that still gives more space for Kawhi and Paul George to attack later for sure. games, yeah, which is important. I mean, when things slow down and you you shift into ISO ball, you you know it comes to the slog of the half court. Things like that do matter, and yeah. so I I do see you know, the value of surge closing in those, in those types of situations. But I think 
as a pure, like a pure utility piece, Zudemy makes a lot of sense in the closing lineup. Couldn't agree more. Uh, at Dinar Third Dent, apologies if I didn't get that right, and Kinetic One are curious about the buyout market. Also, Kinetic One, not a fan of my mustache. Oh, which, wow. Hey, disrespectful. Not disrespectful. Very <laughs> fair. If you saw this thing early, looked real bad. Looks borderline admirable now. My man's doing his best. He's working I, on it. Look, I'm doing my best. Shout out to Kinetic This is one. the first time you've had legit facial hair. Truly. The Mocklers were a hairless tribe <laughs> when they were first being born into this world. Uh, shout out to Kinetic One. He's a fantastic poet. Check out what he does. Um, they're wondering which current free agents among guys like Deadman, RHA, Glenn Robinson III, Boogie, etc., could actually be of some use to us in our current state. I think it's two guys. It's the first two, right? Uh, for me, it's Deadman and Glenn Robinson. Excuse me. Yes. No, I, I'm on that train. And too. I, you know, like I think you and I have both kind of had our eyes on those guys as they haven't been taken off the board yet. I'd argue that it's borderline stupid that the Clippers don't have a full roster right now. I don't understand it. Uh, but <laughs> Is that a dumb take? Like, no, no, not at all. I, I think that especially, you know, tonight we played down three starters. Like, you got to at least have bodies. You need the option, right? That's what I mean. And, like, we don't want to play Patterson a bunch of minutes. Like, I don't know. Um, I think it's, it's a big. And Would Glenn Robinson III be better at the five than Patrick Patterson? I don't know. He took a sick-ass <laughs> charge. Against he did the, take a great percent. charge. And he was three for three from the floor. Yeah. No hate on, 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 on Big PP. <laughs> I forgot about that name. Uh, at Afghan Stallion, our last question. We got so many good questions. We could only choose a couple. They asked, so are we worried about facing the Lakers too early? <laughs> Look, I'm riding too high off today's win. No, bro. bro right where no. we're sitting right now, I got to say no. I'm actually, in a realistic take, I'm kind of torn on this. Because do you want to face the Lakers early when LeBron and AD are coming back? Or do you want to face them theoretically in the you know close Second to the conference round. finals or the conference finals when they've hit a stride look the way the standings are right now i mean i think we're it depends when they come back it depends on when they come back but i mean most likely we're taking the lakers in the first or second round so if it's not the western conference finals to me it a little bit becomes what's the difference yes you would prefer an easier matchup sure um but who knows? You know, maybe the Lakers can kind of hold. If they're on. in the play-in game and we end up facing them, I love it. I maybe don't. Poof. I feel like playing, like riding the play-in wave, that high. And like, yeah, and just like the pure spitefulness of LeBron being like, "We came from the play-in to the oh, God. like I can't deal with the narrative. Oof. I don't want to think. A bad taste in it. I smell sulfur all of this. Yeah, like I don't want to think about it. I don't want to see it. I'm hoping that they can kind of stick around that four or five seed. Yeah. Um. I don't think they will. It's things are very tight right now. Yeah. Things are very tight right now. All I know about the Clippers is that they will uh, they'll take on all comers and I'll let you finish the rest. We're going to wrap this episode up. Uh, Wednesday's episode, recap of the Clippers versus Magic. Yes. A what you say Wednesday poll over on Locked on Clips. So look out for that on Twitter if you are happen to be on Twitter. And whatever else happens between now and then in Clipperland, God damn, what a great win tonight against the Bucks. Absolutely. What a, Absolutely. Hope everyone had a great night. We're also just like if you haven't figured out recording this on monday night um we're back with that recap i have been positive chuck mockler where can these people review us you can review us on itunes with the podcast app but you can listen to us and subscribe to us which is huge on google Podcasts, on spotify on stitcher on deezer uh yeah please do it as we mentioned up top we come at you monday through friday 7 a.m pacific we'd love to have you listen we would 
I have been positive Chuck Lockler. And I am William the Opinion Updike. We appreciate you.